Hey, Will, like I normally do, I just want to take a moment to tell our listeners to make sure they hit us up on social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you might see us. Make sure you're sending us something. Also, you can email us directly at AppalachiaMeetsWorld at gmail.com. If you get a moment, shoot us a line, give us some feedback. Yeah, and wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to Appalachia Meets World. It just helps our podcast, but it also helps you know when we're releasing a new episode. The only way we're going to change Appalachia is we, we've got to give our youth the resources to start. I mean, they've got great ideas, but there's nothing there to guide them. There's no guidance. I mean, we want to get them up and going and show them how to take their idea and launch it. Appalachia Meets World, a podcast about place and perspective, but always Appalachia. And don't forget, Will, tonight's episode is powered by SOAR. Shaping our Appalachian region. If you're an entrepreneur out there, especially in eastern Kentucky, check them out. Appalachia meets world. We are back. It's Will and Neil. What it is, yo? Hey man, I'm I'm digging out. I'm digging hey, out up here. That's what I heard, man. What, you're digging out in a different kind of way. <laughs> yeah, when you're neck of the woods, things just hit different. My son told me last night. He, we uh, it's a rarity. We got some Taco Bell, and he said, "Dad, that Taco Bell, man, it hits different." that that snow and snow up there where you're at the lake effect it hits different yeah (laughs) 22 inches uh some places got 20 i got got 15 like we were talking about earlier i mean my kids still had school wasn't like it was that big of a deal yeah it snowed six inches here like two days ago my kids ain't had school in a month (laughs) (laughs) you know how it is in appalachia man snow is like an extension of Christmas. When you see snow, you know, as a kid in Appalachia, you ain't darkening the doors of school anytime soon. <laughs> snow days. Snow days, baby. I remember when Jackson County used to get, get out when it rained really hard. Oh, One yeah. time they got out for cows in the road. <laughs> it is. A, yeah, it's real. You got, hey, have you tried to cross when the cows are in the road? No, I, that's I, what I thought. Ain't no school bus crossing it either. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. Doubting it, I'm just saying it happened. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful around these parts, man. We're not big city folk, you know. We're that's right. We care about our roadways and our industry and our people more than anything. So we just take a couple days off to relax, and you know, we'll get back to it as the weather settles. I I, I did want to say it's the week of Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King Jr. Day was. This week, did you do anything for it? I know it's kind of recognized as a service day where you volunteer or perform some kind of service. We got 20 inches of snow that day. So I think a lot of the service projects got canceled. Up got here. canceled. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I saw a lot of stuff on social media, a lot of things my friends were putting out and that kind of thing. But nothing, there was no, all the events got canceled. So I did not participate. Also this week, one thing I wanted to mention, on January 16th, unfortunately, John Rice Irwin passed away. He was the creator of the 
or started the Museum of Appalachia in Norris, Tennessee, in 1969. I saw that he, I saw that he died. He passed away, and I, I just looked up a little bit. They have 250,000 Appalachian artifacts in the museum, and since he started it and has gotten it to where it is today, it's now a Smithsonian affiliate. Has tens of thousands of guests each year. That's an amazing accomplishment. He's got he's got a ton of accomplishments to his name uh, since he started the museum. I'd love to visit. I've never been. Yeah, where is that? It's in Norris, Tennessee. So that's East Tennessee. Yeah, so we'll make sure our listeners know where that is. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about uh, Appalachian greats that passed away this past week. A legend in our state passed away as well, Joe B. Hall. All of our uh, listeners, most of them Kentucky basketball fans, know who Coach Hall was and uh, what a treasure uh, he was to, to Kentucky, to the Commonwealth, to the entire state, and well-known throughout Appalachia. So I also want to mention that as well. Well, you know, UK has only had, what, six coaches? Six. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think Joe is probably one of my – probably is my favorite. I don't even think one of them should count, but anyway. Yeah, he, he probably <laughs> uh, But anyway, yeah as we talk about legendary Appalachians that have passed again, Joe B you mentioned uh, the other gentleman there was 91. Joe B was 93, I believe. So John Rice Irwin. Yep. Yep. And one other thing I wanted to mention about John Rice Irwin, uh, really just about the museum of Appalachia, you know, we talked about in past episodes, the importance of, you know, teaching the youth or teaching high schoolers, you know, as young as we can be, just about Appalachia, what's happening in Appalachia, the history of Appalachia, that museum does it. Something else that does it is the Appalachian Regional Commission has an entrepreneurial academy that high school students can apply for and uh, during the summer attend. And, it, you know, it helps to teach them entrepreneurship. You know, we've had a couple, several episodes on the importance of entrepreneurship in Appalachia. You know, the museum is a way to teach you about the history. Very important to teach about the history of Appalachia. And this Entrepreneurship Academy is, is really pushing entrepreneurship in, at the high school level. I know for me, Will, uh, when I was in high school, I wasn't thinking about that as much. And I think if I had that opportunity, it could have uh, really helped shape uh, some of my early years and, and what I elected to do in the business world. I just kind of jumped in with both feet and both hands, so to speak. And uh, I think if I could have had the opportunity to learn from something like that as early as high school, it would have greatly benefited myself. So I'm sure there's lots of other students throughout Appalachia uh, going through that stage of life that could really, really benefit from things like this. So, yeah, definitely. It's all about providing as much opportunity. You know, we've talked about opportunity in Appalachia and that's exactly what this does in regards to entrepreneurship just providing that opportunity to someone that may not have had it. Speaking of opportunity, our guest tonight, man, is uh, really uh, doing his, doing a great service, I guess you would call it, and, and using his platform to help students, just like we're talking about. And uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to uh, a former Little League teammate of mine and uh, a guy from my past that we haven't visited with in a while but kyle wilson is doing some great things throughout uh, eastern kentucky and appalachia so i'm looking forward to talking to him tonight 
Yeah, definitely. And that's one of the reasons why I want to mention the ARC's Entrepreneur Academy because of what Kyle's doing. You know, the Entrepreneur Academy only picks a couple of high schoolers throughout Appalachia, throughout the entire region. But Kyle's going into entire school school system and teaching entrepreneurship to kids, which I think is an incredible feat, but also a very innovative and cool idea. When we were nine years old hitting baseballs, I would have guaranteed Kyle wouldn't be teaching a class. But <laughs> I, am, I am greatly encouraged with what what he's doing nowadays. And uh, let's get him on here, man. Yeah, the entrepreneur himself. Let's let's do it. What one thing I did want to add. Last week, we uh, failed to mention the uh, app biz of the week, although, you know, we did have an app biz of the week last week. It was higher ground of Harlan County. But this week, because we have Kyle on, we wanted to make his business Boom Beans, which he will describe. We want to make Boom Beans the app Alachian business of the week. So Boom Beans, they sell excellent gourmet coffee. You can check them out. Over half of the revenue from that purchase of coffee goes right back into teaching high schoolers on, about entrepreneurship. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Buy some coffee, give some money to some young people. You can visit boombeans.com to see the coffee that gives back. Uh, so let's get Kyle Wilson on the show and, and learn more about what he's got going on. All right, let's get after it. episode tonight we have Kyle Wilson who I first want to point out is a fellow Bell Countyan and also CEO and founder of Boom Beans which is an Appalachian based organization working to teach high school students entrepreneurship and software development but really more than that it's, a, it's kind of a foundation of skills for the 21st century and it provides 21st century opportunities for the next generation of Eastern Kentuckians which is really kind of the most important part of what he does. And Kyle, we just want to thank you for being on the show and appreciate your time. Thank you all so much for having me. And, you know, it's great to catch up with, with you and Neil. It's, it's been a while since we've seen each other spoke, I guess, probably since high school, Neil, I would, I would guess. It's been a while. I think we may have ran across each other maybe once or twice after that, but uh, it's been a while for sure. You, you know what I dug up? I dug up, I've got all these, uh, pictures and stuff and, and you know growing up playing t-ball and all that we yeah. were on a team we had won the whatever tournament neil, neil still talks about that <laughs> <laughs> every, every time i see him yeah so anyway you know most of our family so we have a lot of traditions in our family but one of the big traditions that we have around the holidays is we all bring an appetizer and we usually end up having more appetizers than we do uh, uh, regular food. Uh, but as a icebreaker question for you, when we kick this thing off, do you have a favorite appetizer or holiday dish? You know, on the appetizer side, I am a, I'm a devil egg guy. I, I got this special <laughs> little jalapeno little dish, uh, that I mix with my, with my deviled eggs. Um, but oysters, I'm, I'm, uh, gotta do oysters on, around the holidays. Uh, Will you yeah. fly them in? <laughs> I, I, I do. I found this place online. It's called Island Island Creek Oysters, and they're up in Massachusetts. But they they overnight them to you. You got to check that place out. I got awesome. some. I had some today. I had them. I had some this week. Awesome. Yeah, 
Well, Kyle, can you uh, can we just get get into Boom Beans? Uh, yeah. How it started? Just a little bit about the background. Just let our listeners know. Absolutely. You know, Boom Beans. You know, we we got really kicking the tires on it probably 2018, and um, Nick Such and I he just kept encouraging me, and I had so much different things going on, pulling different directions, and finally we we figured out a way to sort of get it off the ground, and really. The only way to do it was to get into high schools and, and teach entrepreneurship because we didn't, where else are you going to start if, if we don't teach, if we don't get it at, at, the, at the high school level? And the end goal, we started with the end goal. The end goal was to provide funding to startups. And so we worked backwards from there. I, I put together this curriculum and we did a pilot program. Kids loved it. I mean, it's all they wanted to do. And then um, this year, the first year we've gone full throttle with it. It's every day in the class. So we started with Bell County. And we're going to 20 schools. We got 11 of the 20 committed right now. So we got, we got nine more spots. You know, as I go through, you know, the counties in Eastern Kentucky 20 years ago when we graduated, man, they're just not the same. You know, I just think we need some fresh blood. We need some fresh leadership, new ideas. And because we, you know, we can't, we can't keep going the way we're going and, and expect different results. So that's why I started Boom Beans, really to take what we do here in Lexington, also me, take it to Appalachia. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do, you know, is, is to uh, provide some, some fresh take on some things and how we could, you know, we got to provide opportunities because someone, someone's going to come back and, and, and come back to the counties. There's no opportunities there. Right. So we got to we got to create from within. We can't we can't let you can't wait until someone comes and does it for us. We got to we got to do it ourselves. Well, that's my next question. Why? Why Eastern Kentucky? Why Appalachia? When, when you know, you could have done this in a lot of places. Uh, obviously, you're from there, but was there other reasons? Well, it's what meant the most to me. You know, it's it's what, um, you know, at the end of the day, when you wake up every day, you want to do something that, that means something to you. And, it, you know, that's where, where we're from. You know, and I hate to see it in the condition it's in. Decided to step up and do something about it. That's great. I know from experience that getting curriculum, especially something like this, into the schools is a hard process. How do you go about doing that, especially in the number of schools you haven't in already? You know, I, it took me, I don't know, from my past success, I just really, you know, from past experience writing the curriculum. So we've got, it's, it's pretty cool. I have to send it to you. We've got cryptocurrency experts. We've got um, Fortune 500 company executives that come in, present problems, and the students that present had to come back with a solution. I got They got to start thinking problem solution at a very, you know, in the very beginning of the curriculum. It's problem solution, and then you know, finding out if there's a market for their what they're wanting to launch, right? So that's that's really where we start. The only way we're going to change Appalachia is we we've got to give our youth the resources to start. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they've got great ideas, but there's nothing there to guide them. You yeah. know, there's there's no guidance. I mean, we want to get them up, get them going, and show them how to take their idea and launch it. So, you know, Awesome Inc's part, partnering with us on this. So there's 120 software development students going to be a part of this three-year program. And then the 20 schools and entrepreneurship side, it's unlimited students can be in it. So is it during the school day or is it after school? It's during the school day. So, you know, right now we're, we're, I'm Zoom someday. Some days I'm live in class. and uh, But it's uh, the kids love it. That's all they want to do. They're calling me all, all times of the day. I got, I got parents calling me, pitching me ideas. It's crazy. <laughs> Have you ever thought about opening it up to, uh, are you just going to keep it in high schools or is that something for the future? You don't know. Well, when I, uh, when I partner with these schools, I get with the guidance counselors and I have them reach out to past graduates who are in college, who are getting ready to, or, um, or have got a, a job and, 
and have an idea. So it it's not just high school students. That's what we're teaching. But past graduates can come back and pitch pitch also. So we're, we're casting a wide net. So just because, you know, if, if there's eight startups going to get $25,000 every year, you know, some of that's going to be some individuals who you know, left high school and got some real world experience or in college are set to graduate and want to bring, you know, bring this, bring something back to the county. Is there a requirement that um, if they are awarded this $25,000 that they have to stay in Appalachia? Yeah, they've got created in Appalachia. And can you talk a little bit about that funding piece? I know it's $25,000, but it's not to everyone that goes through the program, right? Yeah, so during the year, they get their pitch deck together. They'll get their business plan pitch deck. They'll take the deck and they'll pitch it to our board. The board will consult with some community leaders and really take a look at, does this have a chance long-term to create jobs in the county? Once, once, once they get it, it's, it's, you know, we don't take any equity or anything like that from the company. They just... They get the funding and uh, and, we'll, and the, our operations team will come in and help them you know, get their website up, get some sales funnels and some different stuff we'll do, you know, for them to start pulling in customers and leads and, you know, they'll learn how, how to operate the CRM and ads and all kinds of stuff. I was getting ready to ask, my, <clears throat> you kind of answered my question. I was going to ask how you stay connected to, to those um, startups. Do you have an equity ownership position? But it sounds like you don't. So you just help from within after that or how's it look like? What's it look like afterward? Really the first 90 days, you know, once they receive funding, we really focus on the first three months of getting them in a position where, you know, we can pitch outside investments. So we've got a partnership with this group called Appalachian Investors Alliance. Now there's a lot of money just sitting there to invest in startups in Appalachia, but there's really nowhere to invest. We're just trying to build the bridge out. You know, we're trying to build a bridge to those investors because the money's there. It's just lack of opportunities to invest, you know. So since 2018, you said you started in 2018. Can you give me an example of uh, one of the companies that's thrived or one that means something to you? So uh, 2018 is really when we started talking about Boom Beans. The first pilot program was last year during COVID. This year is the first full curriculum every day. I feel good about one or two startups getting funding in the uh, in the spring, and then really from February until school goes out, that's when we're going to be onboarding all these new schools. And you mentioned, you know, it's a three month process, so really it's a it's an accelerator, an incubator for these students essentially to learn as they go, very hands on. But I also have heard you mention before about the social network aspect of this, to where uh, even after they get beyond the three months, they can still connect with their peers in a way. Do you have that up and running? And how is important is that to this process? It is up and running. We uh, we built this proprietary social platform where it's it's basically like Facebook. It, they can get on there. They got a timeline. They can chat. They can communicate. They can network. So the goal of, behind it was, you know, you may have you know a developer in one county, but you may have an entrepreneur in the other, and they are passionate about this project, this software service or product that they're wanting to launch. And so it helps them connect. We, it's all about connecting them, right? So, you know, we, we've got to increase our developers in our counties in Eastern Kentucky. Software so developers, right? Yeah, software developers. You know, it's one, it's one thing to have the idea, but someone's got to build it, right? Someone's got to build that technology. And we can't outsource it. And so one of the main goals that we're going to accomplish with this is increase our software developers in each county. You know, a lot of counties, we don't have anybody that, that's capable. 
we, we've got to increase that number. And, you know, the goal of the platform is connect those developers with the entrepreneurs and hope, you know, hoping they come together and, and build something out. So tell me about the coffee. Tell me how that came about and what, what the tie there was. You know, we led with the coffee company. I knew that if we were going to talk about starting a business and, and the students launching their own, we wanted them to scale an established brand. And at the same time, we can teach them what we're doing on uh, on the brand pilot. The brand pilot is uh, is my everyday business that we work with different brands and stuff in the outdoor industry. But so the coffee company, we you know there's a, there's an action phase and there's a research phase. So we really teach them on the research phase, like what's your customer look like, right? Who are they? Where you, where do you find them? Where, what are their fears? What are their expectations? Why are they going to buy you over someone else? So they really get into sort of psychographic stuff. They really draw it out. And it's, it's all about your customers here and you're on this side, your, your content and what you put out there has got to pull them over, right? So the coffee company, it, it's really good. I think we've got some high quality beans. The Boom Espresso is my favorite. The Guatemala is probably second, but the Espresso is really good. But that was the goal of the coffee company is, is to ultimately be turned into a student-led enterprise. They're working B2B accounts. They're working direct consumer sales. So they're getting all that, you know, what we've learned the hard way. <laughs> Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about your uh, background, kind of how you got to this point, especially to the point of Boom Beans, but also yeah. can you talk about your, you know, connection with Appalachia? I know you touched on a little bit, but you know, what, it, what it means to you, obviously you brought Boom Beans back to Appalachia, but, but what it meant to you growing up there and why you ha- hold that strong connection to it, even to this day? You know, that's a good question. I mean, a lot, a lot of my family, you know, they're not, they don't live in Bell County anymore, but you know, Appalachia is just, um, I don't know, it's sort of in your blood, you know, once you're, once you're born there. You know, I've lived in Lexington for the last 15 years, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking to get back. Bought a lake house on Norris, and um, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to get back as much as possible. You know, I don't know, it's uh, just something that draws you back. I just take it personal that we've gotten in the position we're in in some of our counties, and we have to do something about it. So yeah. And your background in entrepreneurship. Yeah. So uh, my entrepreneurship, you know, for me, it started, um, you know, I was going to tell a funny joke about back, you know, when I was five or six, you know, at the Pineville uh, pool hall, Papa, my, my grandfather had me, they were playing cards and stuff. That's where I would go to babysit. You know, I don't know if you do about that, but <laughs> days with the Pineville pool hall, uh-huh. yeah. you know, bringing beverages back and forth to people and then tipping me and, <laughs> but no, um, I was a I was a national sales director for this firearm company in Winchester called Double Star. But you know, every weekend I was on the road, just show after show, all over the place, and it was just it was miserable. I mean, it was absolutely miserable. So I, I met this guy at a, at a trade show. And he had back, you know, they were still doing paper orders, so all the orders were on paper, and it was like prehistoric, you know. And so this guy wrote an app. This one distributor show for doors we take on an app. We got talking about it after that, and they're really like, well, let's take it to another level. You know, let's create this whole marketplace where you ain't got to travel anywhere, right? You can get in this marketplace, you can communicate, route orders, wherever you're at, right? You don't have to even leave your manufacturing spot. So that's when Unified launched. It took off like gangbusters, and that went well. You know, about that time, once 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 I got out of that venture, the hemp industry was was starting to take off. So I still had those same connections in the outdoor industry and all the distributors and major retail players and got with a ex Navy specialist who had taken all these medications for years, coming back from um, Afghanistan 
And this product that we created got him off all his medications and he became the face of the brand. Immediately, you know, we launched at SHOT Show. I've launched three different businesses in Vegas at SHOT Show. Um, we launched at SHOT Show and by the first year, I mean, we did over a million dollars our first year in sales as a CBD product in a gun industry. So, I mean, you know, people were coming in seeing that CBD oil and they're like, is this gun lube? <laughs> you know, because we had it at the counter, you know, we had a street place like, oh, what's this new gun lube? Gun lube. But it was a niche play for us, you know, with the name, the message, everything lined up before we launched it. We got out of that. And uh, after I got out of that, I was like, what am I going to do next? <laughs> I had my consulting company going too. And so, but that's, that's where Boom Beans came. I got to ask you an important, very important question. Since uh, you mentioned you got a lake house over on Norris. Neil and I kind of grew up on Norris. Better fishing, Cherokee or Norris? You know, growing up, definitely Cherokee. And, but the thing about Norris is there's so much, you know, skiing and surfing and wakeboarding and stuff. You can fish from, you know, now until, you know, April. But after that, like you can't get on the water. Too busy. It's too busy. I mean, you know, for us, I mean, even the weekends, like I'm back, I'm back in by 11 o'clock, you know, cause it's just nuts. Let me ask you this. This is a question we ask everybody, but uh, you kind of answered it, but uh, where do you call home? What makes it home for you? What makes it unique for you? Well, you know, home for the last 15 years has been here in Lexington. Um, my wife works at UK and so she's getting close to retirement, but you know, home will always be Eastern Kentucky for me. We won't keep you too much longer, but what, what are the biggest challenges for Boom Beans in, in Appalachia? You know, the biggest challenge is, is getting people to rethink education. I get to go visit all these high schools. And I tell you what, there's one school, Fleming County High School, right above Moorhead. Man, they have got an incredible, it's, it's, it's next level. Their entire school is a student-led enterprise. They got 12 student-led enterprises. It's a different culture. We got to take this stuff out of, out, of, out of our schools. It just doesn't mean anything. And we got to get kids real life applications. It's when, when, I, when I talk to superintendents and stuff, you know, a lot of them are past their prime and we need some new, new blood in there. But we got to rethink how we're, we're teaching our kids and what, what we're teaching them, you know? So I got a question, just curious. So you said every day you're teaching with Zoom or whatever. You're, you're actually engaged in the classroom daily with students at Bell County High School right now, right? Yes. So when you launch this thing and you go into more schools, what's the plan there? Are you going to be simulcasted all day long or, or is it just going to be all yeah. taped or what's your well, plan? Yeah. Um, so Eastern and Moorhead have partnered with us. Okay. And so they've agreed to, for us to pay their faculty members uh, or grad students, uh, pay them to teach our curriculum. Right. Okay. That that's that's one that's one road, right? And it's cool because we could you know, grad students could pay some of their tuition off and stuff of that. But we're really looking at you know expanding our social platform and and offering video. It's a time constraint. You know, if there's 20 schools and there's 10 different times when I, we need to be on that, that's a big stretch, right? So we're, we're we've got the partnerships in place with those colleges, but I'm also looking at this other you know, maybe it's just a daily video. They're coming into their, their social platform. They hit it and it sort of guides them throughout the year, but we still got to be in the classroom. Like we still got to go, we'll, we'll have more personnel next year. And so we won't be stretched so thin, you know, it's sort of, that's sort of the two options we're looking at right now. And we ask all of our guests this as well. First thing that comes to mind, whatever comes to your mind and comes out your mouth, rolls off your tongue. When okay. I say the word Appalachia. 
You know, I, I think about Bill Kenny football. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Almost said Dudley Hilton Field, baby. <laughs> uh, no, I think about you know, it's the people, man. That's what it's about. It's um, it's about the people. Well, Kyle, we definitely appreciate you being on the show on the episode, and definitely what you have been doing, what you are doing in Eastern Kentucky and Appalachia. You know, we came a long way in a year. I think this time next year, it's going to be full throttle ahead and hopefully identify some startups that will have some potential, you know, to really take off. So appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank you all for having me on. Boom beans. Great way, great segue for Kyle to get into uh, lots of schools throughout Eastern Kentucky and really help our youth, really help the young people across Appalachia to try to develop some uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's always good to see something happening like that in your home, in your hometown, you know, his pilot, pilot school, like you mentioned in the episode of Bell County, really cool start. And I, I look forward to him getting into a lot more schools throughout Eastern Kentucky. I know our listeners don't know Kyle like I do, but I, I, I can picture Kyle sitting there teaching teaching his class on Zoom all day long with a bunch of uh, 15, 16-year-olds, man. I just uh, – it just – it makes me smile. <laughs> it just makes me think back to when I was that age, and uh, uh, I would have really appreciated somebody uh, doing a class like this, you know, even talking about what startup business meant uh when i was that age all the intricacies that go into figuring out how to make a business work would have helped so much uh and it it you know it, it makes me laugh that kyle wilson's leading the charge uh especially in bell county right now and i'm super proud of of what he's doing yeah it was it, you know it was great to hear his his story too you know how entrepreneurial he's been been since graduating from college and all, all the things that he's ventured into and kind of almost has fallen into um but you, you know you can say fallen into but you know that fallen doesn't come without the initial idea and that's just yeah. turning that idea into reality is what he's helping students do there in Bell County and throughout Eastern Kentucky. And lots of hard work along the way. But it does it does seem like uh, the, the man has one of those touches, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. every, whatever he touches, it, it just seems to go well. So <laughs> I salute him. Great episode to hear about you know, someone giving back. You know, that's what we talk about all the time when, when we're out, when we're away from Appalachia. We're always thinking about things that happen outside that, that could happen within and, and it's just great to see what Kyle's doing uh in that regard but you know speaking of that do you do you have anything uh I just want to transition to of place do you have anything of place to mention tonight I know you know Kyle pretty well y'all grew up together but is there anything you want to mention you know I was just just talking to Kyle and bringing back memories of us you know playing baseball together when we were really young and then later on as we competed against each other and you know, he mentioned what came to mind when when we said Appalachia. I know this is kind of off the topic of uh, of what he's doing right now. When we ask him that question that we ask all of our listeners, what comes to mind just a few minutes ago? He said, Bell County football, you know, yeah. and, and there's so many people 
throughout our life and throughout Kyle's life and throughout the region of, of Eastern Kentucky and Appalachia that when they think about home, so to speak, they think about a team or they think about a journey that they were on or they think about somebody that affected them uh, in a positive way when they were that age that Kyle is, is affecting now. And it made me smile when he said that because I know of the great passion and the great loyalty that the people of the mountains have for their sports teams and just life in the mountains in general. So all these years and all the things that Kyle's done and he's been here and there and everywhere and touched a lot of different aspects of life. And, and, but when you ask him what comes to mind, when, when he hears the word Appalachia, it takes him right back to those 14 through 18 year, year old days Friday nights on the hill entrenched in those Friday nights and at and Dudley Hilton field and the lights and you know that 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 kind of almost puts chills on my back thinking about it because it's just a special place and we all have special memories of that time of our life uh, and I'm really proud of Kyle for what he's gone on to do and and really kind of uh, bled back into the community and is starting to touch even more communities throughout Appalachia. So when we, when we get done tonight, I'm going to go to boombeans.com and buy all kinds of coffee because I know that it's going to touch the lives of many, many young, very impressionable teenagers that uh, can hopefully learn something from Kyle Wilson and learn something from his program that he's implemented and can go on to do great things inside their community. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that impression, man. That, that was well said. And, you know, having an, an impression on, on a young student, I've heard time and time again that it only takes one mentor. It only takes that one person to turn another person's life around. And I truly, truly believe that. I mean, if you can mentor one person and, and lead them on a path, to success, you know, it's a, it's a powerful thing. And, and that's exactly what the, this program can do. And, and not only that, beyond that, I think a large point or a large purpose of the program is to allow these kids the opportunity to, to, to stay in Appalachia, to stay, stay at home. And, and, you know, like we said, be proud of where you're from, but also remain where you're from and have an opportunity to be successful there uh, as well as anywhere. And just a chance to learn how to how to do it from somebody that's done it and, exactly. and kind of gives you a roadmap. I know it would have been very helpful for me at that time. And I, I'm I'm encouraged by those students that are so interested and eager to learn. You know, I wish Kyle the best and appreciate him coming on the show tonight. And I hope you guys out there listening, if you can help and assist in what Kyle's doing or uh, you want to reach out and try to help make things better and do a small part. Obviously you can go to his website, buy some coffee. Uh, it helps, or uh, there may be other things that you can do. Yeah. Let's build that farm system in Appalachia. Let's teach them young and, and keep them in Appalachia. Absolutely. No need to go to the big cities to, to learn. We had Cody Howard on a couple of episodes ago and, and I really been thinking about it a lot since he said it, but, as he was growing up, he couldn't wait to get out. But now that he's in his mid twenties, he's 
already saying he's there for life. You know, let's change that perspective of those 14, 15, 16 year olds to where they never want to leave Appalachia and they know that they can get just as much uh, education and just as much resources in, in Appalachia as they can anywhere in the world. Absolutely. Grass is not always greener and it snows 20 inches elsewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> to that point, it snows 20 inches elsewhere. You still got to go to work. You don't have to in Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you get out for weeks in Appalachia. Yeah, that's, that's a bonus. Hey, vacation here. <laughs> Good marketing. All right, man. Absolutely. Well, great episode. Great view there, viewpoint that you had there. I, I, I guess, you know, we can end this like we usually do. Till next time. Peace. I'm up in the mountains again. I'm getting lighter. The air's getting thin. Now I'm facing down with a grin. I've been in the city too long. Sidewalks and buildings and singing sad songs. Now I'm back up where I belong. I'm in the mountains.